That's not right with a special presentation. Alright. I'm just going to go by blank. Blank. I'm going by blind faith here that this is actually working. Um, I really should spend some more time troubleshooting this shit, but um, nevertheless. But anyway, any which way. Um, hey everyone. Uh, yeah, public service announcement as usual, blah, 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 blah. Why the fuck is this so soft? It's so fucking weird. Hang on. Maybe if I crank this shit up and this... Yeah, that's fucking loud. Is that how loud it's meant to be? I don't even know. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm going to run at this level, probably. I... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I should probably... So why do I always feel like I'm explaining what I haven't done or like something went wrong last week or some shit. No, no, no. Um, yeah, there was meant to be a post. I was get, I was trying to tee up. <sighs> okay. Last week we had Nate down talking about finance and women's soccer and all types of shit. And we mentioned that someone had to bail because of a court case. And I played the voicemail. <laughs> I played the voicemail over, um, the episode, um, I caught up with that person last Friday and was essentially going to get them in this week, but the court, his court case got moved again to, to what day is it today? Monday? It's Monday. Uh, I think it's tomorrow morning. So basically I've got to go back in and I've got to touch base with him again tomorrow afternoon or wait for his phone call. Depending on what happens, he could go to prison. Or, you know, we might have something to talk about on Wednesday. Basically, it's a very... You, two things is wrong with... Not wrong, but the two things. A, it's a very sensitive case right now where he can't actually say anything until something happens. And B, he's extremely paranoid. He's an extremely paranoid individual who doesn't trust, basically, voice recordings. He doesn't trust, doesn't trust anything. Rightly so. I mean, I'll give him benefit of the doubt or some credit or some leeway. Oh, that's what I was going to get up. Get the protein balls. Yeah, um, I actually haven't spent enough time, so I know I'm rambling all over the joint, I actually haven't spent any time in this studio since the last time I was in here for with uh, Nate, and that was, what, nearly two weeks ago. It was a Wednesday, it wasn't last Wednesday, it was a Wednesday before. So yeah, I actually haven't gotten familiar with this joint, or at least comfortable, even though, like, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, like I, I actually do feel 100% comfortable in here, but I'm sort of always out of it every time I come in here, because I'm half setting something up with test running some shit. And, um, yeah, I actually got myself a bottle of water from the fridge, which I haven't done yet. I bought this slab of water from Woolies maybe a month ago. I don't even know if this water, this fridge even works. Like, the lights are on. You can hear an, an engine. Like, you hear a motor running. But, um, what the fuck am I talking about? Anyway, protein balls. Yeah, there's um a little coffee shop just down downstairs or whatever. And they ran out of muffins and cookies, which I usually pick up, like, regardless. And for some reason, I bought two protein balls, which... I don't know, one had turmeric and lemon in it. I've I got no idea. Yeah, those impulse buys where they just fuck you over, you know, half a cup of tea and two protein balls, like 10 bucks. I'm like, what? Nevertheless, um, yeah, I bought them and they're just sitting on the fucking couch. I should have picked them up. Okay, so quick catch up. Like I tried rambling before. Yeah, uh, one of the guests that I was going to bring on has a pending court case and he may or may not go in. Um... It all depends, basically. And he's a highly paranoid individual, so now I'm waiting 
for that basically to see its way through. I'll give them a call tomorrow, either which way. I've been pretty busy. I've just been working a lot and uh, looking for work as well, but not necessarily looking for work. I mean, just taking time off. I'm working anyway, so it is what it is. Um, This is really weird because normally I do these public service announcements usually just come by as a sort of general update and for some reason I find 40 minutes to like ramble about nothing but today is actually different and I think this is what I'm meant to be doing I just haven't found not the motivation just haven't had the time to actually do it and it's essentially it's really weird like now some one thing I did over the last week was clean out my storage locker in my in my building I had a whole bunch of stuff yeah, just basically stashed there in loose cardboard boxes and all types of crap. It was basically essentially my childhood wrapped up in about eight different crates. And I was looking for something. I can't remember what it was that I was looking for, but I started just pilfering through and I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm doing this anyway. I went and bought some heavy duty crates and consolidated basically everything that I've ever had up until say, you know, when I moved into my place and became, you know, grown up. And um, it was really weird because I found a lot of, Articles that I'd written, which had gotten printed up either in the Herald Sun or the Greek uh, the Greek paper, you know, or just like editorial letters, you know, and responses to stuff. And I, it was, I've forgotten how much this sort of stuff really meant to me. Even, uh, I mean, I started doing it basically probably last year of high school, first year of TAFE, so I was probably seventeen, between sixteen and eighteen, nineteen at the, you know, I was really sort of starting it, and it was really important to me. And I guess I burnt out just because. You know, bills start coming in, then you start figuring out how to make money and pay for your way, and then, you know, life happens, and then now it's sort of come full circle again, where I actually leased a studio out just to be able to do these things. So this is probably the first time with all these public service announcements that I've actually come in with an agenda or something to discuss. And there's two reasons why it's been delayed. A, because I've been really busy, and B, I've been not apathetic, but uh, because I've been that busy and trying to take care of a lot of things at once... I basically waited for this issue to sort of be, get to an, uh, an apex or even just get to its peak because I started seeing a lot of things coming out about it. And a lot of people did the legwork for me, <laughs> let's be honest. So, yeah, it's part laziness and part busyness. Anyway, uh, what I want to actually bring up was the Izzy Falau thing. And now, if you've been living under a rock or don't follow the news or have no idea about anything that happens outside of reality TV, basically what happened is Izzy Folau, prominent, you know, rugby player, uh, represented Australia, you know, played national, blah, 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 blah. Must have been back in, when was it? It was May when the, the courts, when when rugby league actually just threw him out. But basically what he did was, he, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a outspoken Christian, part of some, you know, church or whatever it is. And he'd put up something on his Instagram saying, um, hang on, I should have written this down. Actually, no word of a lie, I actually did write a few things down. Seriously. But, um, yeah, for some reason I didn't write this down. <laughs> Fuck, I'm stupid. Yeah, I didn't write the core thing about what it is that I'm talking about. No, no. In April, he put up a post on Instagram, basically just dot points saying, warning, Drunks, homosexuals, adulterers, liars, fornicators, thieves, atheists, um, idolaters, hell awaits you, repent, only Jesus saves. Then Rugby League, basically, Rugby Australia basically saw it and said, hey, that doesn't follow our 
you know, policy and guidelines in regard to, you know, employee, employee behavior and such. So they, after deliberation, they terminated his contract, $4 million contract, because this post on social media was deemed homophobic. And it was something similar last year. We were sort of reprimanded about it and warned, and so he did it again. Anyway, so basically he got his contract terminated, and then he um, he's launched legal proceedings against Rugby Australia through Fair Work Commission, seeking up to about $10 million in damages. Because he feels like, you know, he's been, uh, it's a, they're restricting free speech, blah, 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 blah. All right. So there's two schools of thought on this. One, I mean, this basically it's been divided into two, yeah? Oh, okay, hang on. Quick backstory on this, as in like the postscript is the fact that he started a GoFundMe page, which on the way here, he started a GoFundMe page to assist his legal fees and his, his goal, his target was three, up to $3 million. For legal fees against uh, Fair Work, yeah, through the Fair Work Commission against Rugby Australia. Now, two schools of th- there's the people that are saying he's an idiot, and then there's people that are defending him. You know, donating donated to his campaign, blah 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 blah. The people defending him, if they're not hardline Christians themselves, uh, they're coming out and saying, you know, you're restricting his free speech. We live in a democracy. You know, everyone's entitled to free speech. Now, this is a podcast. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're listening to it on a podcast, and we're all about free speech. We always have been. I'm a big believer in free speech. You should have the right to say whatever you want. But the key difference is, I mean, I've used this podcast to spread my own views. All right, whether you agree, disagree, I've, we've talked about sensitive issues, we've talked about cultural issues, we talk about homophobia, xenophobia, equal rights, equal pay, the rise of feminism. We talk about all types of shit, yeah, and I've done it for, for fucking years now, yeah? The key difference is <laughs> I'm on the right side of history, as, as in we're not saying anything outlandish. We've never said anything outlandish, and when we have, we've gone through it to deliberation, we discuss it, and usually the things that we talk about are a matter of opinion. The people that are standing up against Izzy Falau on this matter are basically saying, you're a homophobe. What you're preaching through your social media is on the wrong side of history. Now, be that as it may, a lot of uh, Polynesian rugby players came out when this all started and basically told Rugby Australia, you know, a lot of the boys from any Polynesian nation are, you know, hardline Christians, yada, yada, we have the same belief, you know, so you might as well do to ask what you did to Izzy. The key difference is, is they kept their mouths shut. They didn't do it. On so They don't preach their shit on social media. And that's the whole thing. I'm getting tired. I thought I'd leave it and just wait and see what happened and see who would come out. Because for a while, I didn't really see much of it pop up on my Instagram feeds. You know, most of the people I know are pretty, you know, even if they're, even if they think themselves as conservative, they're moderate. Or whatever, but they know where to draw the line and what to publicize and what not to publicize. This has got nothing to do with free speech. Nothing to do with free speech. You have your beliefs and that's fine. You can say whatever you want. But if you're openly attacking a, a group of individuals, I mean, you look at right off the bat, you look at Izzy Falau's list of people that he, you know, uh, he went after. You know, he puts 
homosexuals in the same place as drunks, adulterers, liars, fornicators, thieves, atheists, idolaters, uh, idolaters, and etc. Now, that's a like you've got to think about that that wording. You're putting gay people in the same boat as thieves, liars, and you know, adulterers, etc. Like that's massive. I don't quite understand why he's confused and his supporters are confused over thinking they've got a right to basically... They think they can come out and say this is an attack on free speech. It's got nothing to do with free speech. The problem is is that Izzy Folau works for Rugby Australia. He signed you know, his $4 million contract on Rugby Australia's policies. And Rugby, Rugby Australia and the, and the rugby community generally have been pretty progressive as far as you know, equality and um, and all that sort of shit. A lot of openly gay rugby players that have come out, and a lot of them come out criticising Izzy Folau. You know, we see it across workplaces, we see it across sport. You know, it's progress. It's not a, it's not politics. It's progression as a society. It's not an attack on free speech. Like, let me bring up an example. Years, years, years ago, I used to work. Uh, I mean, obviously, I've been employed through an agency. One of the guys at the agency who was a recruiter and a, a you know a, an account manager basically, it came out that he had a racist drug uh, a drug fueled racist tirade on his um on his Facebook account across his social media platforms. You know, he used to get on the gear. I don't know too much about this guy's personal life, but I just I was off Facebook at that point too. This was just word of mouth. Someone caught wind of it. And reported it to his employer because he had a racist drug, uh, drug fueled racist tirade and, you know, binge on Facey. He was sacked because his employer would have these policies and procedures regarding their culture, their beliefs, etc. This, whatever corporate culture it is. And so they sacked him and said, you can't be on Facebook, you know, throwing out this, uh, this, <laughs> This hate speech, and then underneath his name has employed by. You know, it doesn't align with their with their shit. Nothing different than what Izzy Folau did. Izzy Folau is employed by a company, and he chose to put up whatever he did and defend it. So his employer says, "Look, your views and policies don't align with us, and as long as you're working for us, you can't physically pro- you can't go out and promote all this shit." What part of that do people not understand? It's got nothing to do with free speech. If you want to quit rugby league, uh, rugby Australia. By all means, you know what? Yeah, you you don't work for us anymore. We don't cut your checks. Say whatever you want. <laughs> if you became this hardline, you know, advocate for against homosexuality and whatever, any awards, accolades that he'd chosen to um pull up, yeah, you more rugby Australia would be more than uh, yeah, uh. That, that, what's the word I'm trying to find? I should have written this down. I'm such a fucking idiot. Now I understand why broadcasters have such a, you know, a busy work schedule because they actually write shit down. Yeah, you want to sound half articulate when people actually listen to you, but really I'm just fucking rambling. Um, you know, that's the thing. <laughs> like, think, think about Kevin Spacey, yeah? Academy Awards and fucking blah, blah, blah. And, you know, one of the most celebrated actors of all time comes out that he, you know, was part of an aggravated assault, whatever the hell you want to call it, you know, 20, 25 years ago, whatever it was. 
He was canned. They they reshot his movies that he had been part of <laughs> up until the last into the editing process. I said, "No, nah, fuck it." I'd, a director would rather reshoot the whole fucking thing without space in it just to avoid it and say, we don't support this shit. You know what I mean? And even in that case, that wasn't even against homosexuality. That was a sexual assault case. And it was one person's word against the others, blah, blah, blah. And um, it was blacklisted from Hollywood, like gone, you know? Never going to hear about him ever again. Izzy Falau put this up on his Instagram page. Now, this is the thing. I really didn't see too much backlash on Instagram as far as social media goes from anyone that I know personally. I saw one person who is a pretty hardline uh, Pentecostal, and she put up this all this shit saying, you know, uh, this is a fight for our rights, this fight goes beyond Izzy, we have to stand behind him, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, cool. Right. Now, there's a lot of a lot of other things that really bother me about this case. And like I said, a lot of people have, have already done the homework and come out saying pretty much what I believed. And I just, like I said, it's lazy. It's it's lazy op-eds. Yeah. I've just been busy, man. Like, seriously. I don't know why I'm justifying myself. Yeah, that's the thing. No one even, yeah, it might be 20 people that listen to this. I've got no fucking idea. All right, but... <laughs> I know, but the thing that bothers me the most is the fact that he set up a GoFundMe page. One, okay, it bothers me that he doesn't actually understand how free speech works and his supporters are fucking mindless drones that don't understand how free speech works. It's got nothing to do with that. But the thing that really bothers me is the GoFundMe page. He starts, he had the balls to start a GoFundMe page asking of up to, you know, $3 million for legal fees against Fair Work. Number one, Fair Work, a legal fee against Fair Work would not cost $3 million. Okay, someone had analysed it in the press, you know, maybe 100000 up to, you know what I mean? You go to Morrison Blackburn like every other idiot, like I'm doing, like I've done, you know, and um, it's 500 bucks for an hour, and they'll tell you whether you've got a case or not. And then it's, you know, five grand if you go to court, and then it just keeps going from there if you go to the high courts or whatever. He's got the balls to go on a publicly, you know, accessible sort of platform like GoFundMe where it's based around, like, if you look at GoFundMe's other sort of pages that are set up, you know, there's a kid with cancer, you know, whose parents can't afford to pay for chemo anymore, you know, and need your help. And there's some woman, you know, that lost a leg that needs help putting a kid through school or some shit. You know, it's all, it's all stuff like that. Genuine people that need help. There was a case the other day. Who was it? Uh, I saved it. I can't remember if I saved it or I fucking just read it and it just pissed me off and I got annoyed. Some couple, basically, that just travel... They call themselves influencers, yeah, and they they don't want to work because that would impede on their lifestyles of travel. <laughs> so they basically set up like GoFundMe shit. <laughs> they made, like they set up GoFundMe pages to to basically fund their holidays. Are you fucking kidding? Anyway, the problem is is with Izzy Falau. Like, let's not get away from that. The the problem with Izzy Falau is the fact that. He's a multi-millionaire. Yeah, his contract that was ripped up by Rugby Australia was with four mil. It's it's somewhere in the, like, you know, you look at the analysts and all that sort of shit, and they say his property portfolio is worth a couple million easy. He's worked, he's, he's played sport, again, like, over three different codes. He was in the AFL. He's made multi-millions, you know, he's like over 10 mil. Easy. 
straight cash, like not even endorsements or whatever. Like his his salary for the last decade is well worth over over ten mil. But he's got the balls to ask people that have no money, or you know, are just regular Joes, you know, working their nine to fives to put money towards his legal fight. And I can't remember who it was. I, like I'm going to misquote someone. I'm an idiot. I should have written this down, but yeah. Someone said, like, you chose to, to put up your post and breach your employer's policies. You chose to go to court. You chose to do all this shit, but you're asking people to, to spend their their hard-earned money. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Where do you have the balls? And you got to, like, consider this, you know, he's fucking, he drives a Lambo. Guy drives a car with half a million dollars. Like, Seriously? I'd be fucked if any of his supporters that are donating money own a, a Lamborghini or, or you know, an imported uh, high-performance fucking vi- exotic car. <laughs> Fuck's sakes, man. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. The fucking, like, that's greed. That's greed and excess. Isn't that a mortal sin? I, th- I thought it was a mortal sin. Isn't greed one of the mortal sins? See, this is when I need other people to like correct me on this shit. I thought, honestly, I thought like hardline Christians believed living a life, like you know, a meek sort of life, like not in excess, not in extravagance and all that sort of shit. And it's fucking hilarious that a guy that drives a $500,000 car worth, you know, 10, 20 million, like who the fuck knows, has the balls <laughs> to cite freedom of speech and ask people earning, you know, 40, 50K if, you, if you're lucky to donate to his cause. Like, you're out of your fucking mind. Like, wake up, you fucking idiot. Like, I don't understand it. And see, that's the thing. I know hardline religious people. Like, some of them are my closest friends. I know them. And they have their beliefs. But it's quiet. It's quiet. They wouldn't do anything to jeopardize their employment. You know, because a job's a job. You know, a lot, a lot of the Muslim boys that I know, like, you know, through Ramadan, like, greet them in the morning and ask them how their weekend was. They're still fasting. You ask them about their beliefs regarding, you know, homosexuality or whatever. And, you know, they, they won't have a bar of it, but they're not going to preach that shit at work or put it on their social media. They keep it quiet. Why? Because other people don't believe what they believe. And religion is something you can take or you can leave. It's not fact. There's fact and there's faith. There's two different things. See, I don't understand that. That's that's something that really pisses me off. Like, I'm I'm the biggest, you know, uh, advocate for free speech, freedom of religion, freedom of everything. But if you're going to be an asshole, <laughs> like, that's the thing. And they hide these hardline Christians hard hide behind that guise of you know, I'm doing this for you. Jesus saves everyone. Blah blah blah. It's like yeah, but Jesus didn't doesn't cut your check at the end of the week. If you want it like that, Izzy, like, go work for the church, solely work for the church, and then where are you going to rely on your income from donations by other people? That's what pisses me off. I got an argument with my auntie the other day. Um, I mean, she's very religious. And I was basically saying, how can the Greek church have the balls to charge people, you know, to get married and all that sort of shit? to the point where they do, and then they have the balls to ask for donations for, you know, candles and just being in the fucking building. It makes no sense to me. Churches pay no tax, zero tax. I pay tax, basically, think about it like this, yeah, the average person gets up, drives a car, 
that he pays to, to have on the road with tax, drives it on roads that he pays tax, uh, his taxes cover the maintenance of that road, gets to work. <sighs> he works for, you know, eight, nine hours a day, pays tax on that, takes his money to buy goods and services, which he pays tax on, usually more than once. Then anything he saves, if he puts it into a bank account to earn any interest, these are on the savings that he's already earned money, uh, already paid, uh, he's already paid away, uh, he's paid tax on, this is his wage. If he gains any interest whatsoever, that's, they, they look for tax on that. If he gets a gift from anyone, it's taxed. If he gets long service leave, you know, because he stayed with the company for over seven years and worked hard, did the hours, and they give him, you know, long service leave, which he's entitled to, that's taxed. You pay tax on all this shit. Organized religion, pay no tax. Now, the argument with my auntie was saying, oh, you know, they don't make anything and there's, there's expenses and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, hang on. What don't they make? And I was glad that you know, even my uncle stood up and said, what are you on about? You know, I said, yeah, they do weddings. You know, they, they back them in for weddings. And she goes, so what? That's only, you know, one day a week, you know, blah, blah, blah. I said, all right, well, they do an average three to four weddings on a Saturday if they can. You know, the more popular churches, people are lining up around the block. There, there's never a, a day off at church. Okay, you know, every church, every every client on a Saturday is paying anywhere between 900 to 1200 bucks just to the church itself, not including donations, not including people coming in and dropping a couple of gold coins into the bin for candles, donations from the families, and, you know, when they pass the plate around and all that sort of shit. You're talking three to 5K a weekend just on a Saturday, just a Saturday. And she goes, oh, there's expenses. I go, what expenses? The building's paid for. There's no tax. These churches have been there for 100 years plus, you know, or whatever. I go, what expenses? The priest? Isn't he meant to be doing it from the kindness of his heart to, to spread the word of the gospel and put a, a protective arm around, like, you know, <laughs> his, his people? Oh, you you got to pay for this. He goes, oh, you know, the, there was a, a water damage thing, you know, to the, the church last year, and, you know, they no one helped with them with that. And my cousin arced up. He's like, yeah, but don't they have insurance? <laughs> You're telling me the church isn't insured? Why is he asking, why has the priest got the balls to tell people from the pulpit that they have to donate to the church's repair fund like they've got no money? Like, are you serious? This is religion. And I said, I don't need to go to church. I could, I could pull up a Bible and pray from home in front of a candle. Like, what are you talking about? And then she arced up again, and then my uncle stood up and said, you know, this fucking... We're about funerals, we're about christenings, we're about all this shit. Every day of the week there's something going on in the church where they're paying money. Average funeral for a Greek Orthodox funeral costs you anywhere between 15 and 20k. That's not all to the the, uh, the cemetery and the casket, I'll tell you that. So that that's my big thing. They've got like conservative, conservative Christians have really got it twisted. It's a fine line. It's a very big, very fine line, and that's what really pisses me off. This whole Izzy Falau thing, you know, trying to pass his homophobia under the guise of freedom of speech. It's like no, if this podcast was just a hate, hate fucking thing, if it gained enough traction, it would have been flagged like a long time ago. People put a nipple up on Instagram, like a female nipple, obviously, and it gets fucking blocked. Remove the count suspended, all that sort of shit. But you can't go under the guise of freedom of free speech. Now, Izzy Falau wants to step out on his own, start his own fucking church, and pray for money. 
let him do that. As long as you're working for a company with policies and procedures and a mission statement, <laughs> you can't just do that shit. And that works with anyone. Go, anyone that wants to defend Izzy Falau's position on freedom of speech, you tell me. And this is the thing. They share the same beliefs, and they say that they can do it and nothing would ever happen. It's like, okay, cool, so then who do you work for? How about, you know, let's take just Greg, right? Good old Greg. And he shares the same, he shares Izzy Falau's post. Yeah, on, on the homophobia thing. Uh, not homophobia thing, on homosexuals. Cool. Is Greg's employer aware of this? How about we notify Greg's employer and let him know what Greg has to say on homosexuals? Because I guarantee you someone would have a policies and procedure thing in place, a mission statement, all that sort of shit, against singling out anyone, whether it was sexual orientation, religion, or, or you know, personal creed or whatever. Or race. Now, that's a fact. I don't understand why people are getting it so fucking twisted. And the fact that he has the balls, the fucking balls, to ask for $3 million in his legal fight, you know, for freedom of speech. Fuck off. We let Pauline Hansen and Clive Palmer and all these fuckwits up north, more redneck cunts than um, either of them, get away with racist fucking rhetoric and all that sort of shit. We let it slide all the time. And now it's, it's really just... Um, I like the fact that Rugby Australia have drawn the line in the sand. I said, no, fuck off. Like, are you serious? If Izzy gets a dollar for his for his whole fight, I would fucking lose my shit. It'd be completely unfair and unwarranted. That's crap. There are people out there with real fights, real problems, real issues. Aren't going to get a fucking minute. And that's the other thing that pisses me off. These fucking, you know, either right-wing conservatives or freedom of speech advocates or whatever you want to fucking call them. They found uh, Izzy Flowers page basically got up to about 700,000, just over 700K. And it was shut down on the way here because GoFundMe said, hang on. They reviewed it and said, yeah, nah, this 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 is goes against our policies. <laughs> you can't use GoFundMe as a platform to fund anything that would in, inherently be uh, inherently be seen as homophobia. You can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, GoFundMe's actual, um, uh, hang on, uh, was it, yeah, GoFundMe's uh, Australian regional manager came out and said, as a company, we are absolutely committed to the fight for equality for LGBTIQ people and fostering an environment of inclusivity. While we welcome GoFundMe's engaging in diverse civil debate, we do not tolerate the promotion of, of discrimination or exclusion. Hence, sorry, Izzy, yeah, go back to the pulpit and pray. Pray for someone to drop, you know, a nice check of $3 million in your bank account to fund your fight for free speech. Because politically, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. They're not going to stand for me. And now people are attacking GoFundMe for it. It's like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Policies and procedures. You can't discriminate. In this country, you're <laughs> not just discouraged. It's fucking law. There are laws around this thing. You cannot discriminate against someone's, you know, beliefs. Fucking blah, blah, blah. But when your beliefs inherently promote homophobia, you know, if Izzy Falau came out and said, you know, adulterers, liars, fornicators, drunks, and uh, Cambodians, you know, would that be all right? Or would that be impeding his free speech as well? The fucking joke. Anyway, like I said, don't get it twisted. I'm all for someone. If I'm for, all for anyone, whatever their religious beliefs are, blah, blah, blah. And, and like I said, you, time and place. The problem is, is that Izzy Falau 
is a f- recognised footballer. You know, guys been playing fucking sport for forever, and I don't like the fact that. I mean, I've said it before. You know, the fact that we hold celebrities and shit in high regard. Yeah, is is not necessarily a celebrity. Is a is sp- a sportsman. Yeah, you know, he is recognised on on an international level, and you can't act like he's just Greg in some tuck shop with his, you know, centralised beliefs and he's not affecting anyone outside of his roost. Like, get fuck off, man. He breached a policy his employer put in place. It's not a stupid policy. It's an inclusive policy, and that's the point. I mean, there are plenty of racist fucking uh, companies out there that work backwards against what we promote in Australia. If you don't like it, look... It's not. It's, this isn't a matter of opinion. This is literally common sense. Keep your shit to yourself. <laughs> or don't work for that company. Work for someone else. I'm sure there'll be plenty of other co- companies out there that are willing to take Izzy Falau and his fucking dated rhetoric. Anyway. Um, shit, I actually babbled for half an hour. That's fucked. I uh, don't have much else to say because that's pretty much it of all the things that are fucking annoying me right now. I mean, I've seen a lot of things that annoy me, but yeah. Anyway. Um, I'm going to try, try and do more of these regularly. Um, yeah, like I said, I've just been busy. I've had two weeks off from, you know, regular scheduled programming, basically, but I've, I haven't been fucking, I've never been busier. I've actually done a lot of shit just around the house and, just caught up on a lot of loose ends. I actually figured out my superannuation for the first time in like 10 years. Realized my super... <laughs> I hadn't seen a super um, statement in about three years, pretty much as long as, um yeah, the Clayton house had been sold. Yeah, so that was good. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, feedback, like, share, follow, subscribe, all that sort of shit. If you want to come on and discuss some shit, let us know in advance and we'll try and figure it out. Otherwise, yeah, back to regular programming. Yeah. 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 Yeah.